everybody welcome back to podcast number 97 of the swingman podcast as everyone your host Jordan ledger join us um, all the time by louis halpin and lewis howard and uh, in this podcast we're going to be going through everything nba all-star uh, our predictions just give me a little bit of a take on who we feel should make it who we feel shouldn't and you know we'll each i think we're each going to go for a player that we're going to quote as a as a ones to watch throughout the rest of the season um that would have just unfortunately missed out on nba all-star um chaps you will are you excited to get into this? I like doing these ones every time they come around. Yeah, I'm excited something. as well because it always sparks a good debate. Maybe, maybe it gets a little bit heated. Everyone's player bias comes out. Yeah, exactly. Third year right. I've done these. Yeah, I know. It's, it, we're getting into big time territory now. I mean, that's why. <laughs> um, that's an absolute sarcastic reference. If uh, if you didn't if you didn't get it, but we will move into. I think we start with the east. I think. Yeah, should we start with the east? Yeah, I don't mind. I'm happy to do either. Right, so I mean, the way it will work is that we will have two guards and three forwards. Well, two guards, two forwards, and a centre, three forwards, um, and then we'll also pick our our bench that will compromise as well with guards and forwards in positions. We're not just going to go free willy with it and, and go all over the place. So, um, I think if you're going to start on the East guards, there's only one name realistically that you can start with, and for me, it's Demar Rosen. Yeah, I would say concrete. top five, concrete. probably a top five MVP candidate right now. Towards the lower end of that, but I, I think he'd probably just about make fifth. Maybe yeah, fourth. I mean the the starters as the starters as you can imagine. Normally, most years they just pick themselves, so you can kind of go through them in this way. There's normally one or two that you can debate upon. Yeah. Um, so this is another contentious spot. It could potentially be on this one. Who would you have as your second guard? Yeah, I think this is the only contentious spot for the East, to be honest. I think all the others pick themselves quite easily. Yeah. But uh, I'll kick it off if you want. And for the other one, because there, as you say, there isn't much to say about DeRozan. He's performing at an MVP level this year. And for me, the uh, there's two people for this spot that stand out above the rest. And I would lean towards Trey Young. I know the Hawks are pretty bad at the moment. We've talked about that last podcast oh, I'd, I'd say straight up garbage i wouldn't say pretty bad i'd say straight up garbage, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> wherever you wherever you want to call it they're not good and that might sway opinions it's, it's interesting whenever it comes to things like this i always think before i should maybe be a bit consistent whether i go with more leaning towards the player stats or more leaning towards the team itself and in the end i just jumble all over the shop and put my bias and <laughs> towards it and just pick whoever i want but I would go with Trey Young purely because I think he's playing the best offensively, at the least. There's not much point looking at how well he's playing defensively compared to other years because it's not great <laughs> any, either way. But offensively, I think he's playing the best basketball he's played over a regular season this year. And the Hawks' offense is one of the best in the NBA. It's just a shame the defense sucks as much as it does. And so that's why I'd give him the nod. I, um, I would also go Trey. Personally. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Damn. 
I mean, leading the league in assists as well. That's another thing. Fantastic playmaker. I don't think he is. I don't think he is is anymore. I think it's joint between Chris Paul and James Harden now. Oh, well, fair enough. But he's up there. (laughs) 9.5 assists per game. Um, Just an all-out offensive juggernaut. I'm quite surprised to see that he didn't actually make it last year. I think there was a bit of um, maybe Trey sort of like people getting tired of it, the fact that he puts up sort of these insane numbers. But um, at that point, anyway, he wasn't leading his team to regular season wins. And I suppose you could say it's kind of been the same this season. I wouldn't put it down mm. to him. But I think, you know, out of all of the other candidates for an Eastern Conference guard spot, he just stands out a little bit more to me in terms of individual performance. And I also think he's the type of guy you kind of want to see starting in an All-Star game. So that's what I would. I would also agree with Trey Young. I mean, so. yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm I'm outvoted here on the on the. We're going to do one joint prediction one this year to, yeah. instead of doing our uh, our split ones before. But I would have gone personally for Zach Levine. Um, yeah, that's the other one. That's the other, yeah, one. That's the other one. I, I would have gone with Zach Levine. I just feel like when you predict when you go down the line of if you go for player stats or for team, I think Zach Levine just because his stats are a little bit worse than Trey Young's, but the difference in how they've played as a team is astronomical so i'd have had that but i mean i'm not gonna get mad at Trey young's legend so um moving on to the front court for the east um i'm not even gonna bother asking because again this one picks itself it's kevin yeah. Durant, Giannis, it's joel and bead full stop yeah. there isn't really anybody else that you can even put near them in that contention so we'll move yeah. on to the west for the starting five i think we'll do it this way it'll be a little bit easy to quit and, and quicker to get through because we'll mm-hmm. be more time chewing the fat, as you say, on the reserves for the conferences. Um, West Conference guards. I think there is a little bit of a one here for. A, I mean, the obvious one, Steph Curry. But yeah, that's a lot. The other spot there is a slight debate. I'm interested yeah, to hear your takes on who you take. Um, I think, as you say, with the second one, I would put three people forward personally for this. I think we'll have a shot to be starting. But personally, I would go with Jar Morant purely because of how how good or how how much the Grizzlies have exceeded my expectations this year and how well he is playing and how much improved he is from last season. And then you add as well, it's the all-star game. You want to see those flashy players in it. And who else would you want to watch but Jar Morant in that sort of environment? Fair enough, Louis. Do you, do you share that opinion? Unfortunately, mate, if you've got anyone else, you're outvoted once again because I do concur with Lewis. I think Josh should be in there. Okay. I, yeah, I agree with pretty much every single point. He said he's covered everything, especially the uh, the sort of all-star aspect to it because he is just so fantastic to watch. And I'm sure he'll get a couple open lanes in this game where absolutely no one plays a lick of defence and he'll, he'll come up with a couple nice dunks. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, again, not going to get mad at it. I would have gone Luca, but I'm not going to get mad at it. Um, <laughs> oh, I tell you what, just just quickly as a, as a side note, you know, I said the few candidates that I would have put forward. Luca wasn't in that, those options. Oh, right. like, mm. I had a few Fair. people above him. Fair. I mean, personally, I'd have gone Luca um, based off of the stats this season. I know they've not been as brilliant as they have been in recent years for Luca Doncic, but I, that's because he set the bar, so, the bar so high for it. Yeah. Fair enough. Late, lately. They have been c- going up the win column quite a lot, but you know, and so maybe I'm underselling Luca a little bit, beast, and maybe because his stats were so high last year and they've regressed a little bit, I might be underselling him. But 
just what that's yeah. my opinion, isn't it? No, yeah, absolutely, completely entitled to it. So, I mean, yeah, again, been outvoted on that one, but we move, we move. Um, so the back court will be John Wright and Steph Curry for the West, and then the front court. Two names pick themselves, and then yeah. there's a third. So uh, LeBron James and Jokic pick themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to get outvoted on the third, but I would if, uh, very go ahead. much go ahead. if Louis if Louis sides with me here, it will be quite funny because I know you won't. <laughs> Personally, oh no! Don't tell me I about Sayon. I would give the last spot to Rudy Gobert. Oh, oh. No. right. Thank you leading... very much for listening, and we'll catch you. <laughs> He's leading the league in rebounds. He's leading the league in field goal percentage and field goal efficiency. The Jazz are one of the best teams in the West. They're not. <laughs> they're not the top team, but they're one of the best teams. And he is at least, at the very least, the top three candidate for Defensive Player of the Year again. So, right. I, I heard you argue with John Rand. Right. Like, I want to see flashy itself. passes and open lanes. And then <laughs> yeah, you mentioned look, Rudy Gobert look, as the start. Look, there's is... not, to be fair, there's not that much. Uh, of the two, I think there's two people here that you choose between. And I'll leave you guys to say the second one. Right, well, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave it Neither of them I'll are leave... particularly flashy, so it doesn't really matter that I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to select Rudy Gobert, so yeah. let's just double-check that Louis wasn't thinking Rudy Gobert. I wasn't, although right. there's abs- there's uh, there's no way that you don't have him in the reserves, but I suppose we'll cross that bridge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not out that mad. He should be in the reserves, absolutely. But um, I, I think this might be one where we all have different people, actually, which I don't would make think it, it quite interesting. I don't think it will. Well, I, I, went, for Paul, I went for Paul George. Yeah, oh, okay, no. but it will then. I'm shocked at that. Yeah, no, I think, it, I mean, the Clippers, I don't think, had a lot of expectations coming into the season. I know he's injured now, and mm. he'll probably be injured for this game, which is um, a bit of a, a caveat. But, you know, they do give it to people sometimes, and then they're like, you know, just to give them the recognition, and then they're like, okay, we've got a reserve in there for him. Um, but... Yeah, I thought he was playing a bit like some of the best basketball of his career before he got injured, leading that team. Uh, I don't think it's a very well put together or very good team without Kawhi Leonard as well. So I think they slight in the terms of the in the same way you said about the Grizzlies slightly exceeding. Well, they're massively ex- exceeding expectations. I think the Clippers exceeded expectations for me for a good period of time, and it was mainly due to him. Um, Stan himself. I know. I, I, I really did it. think about I it. I cannot believe it. And if George is going to vote Carl Anthony Towns, then I'll, I'll happily side with him. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I will. Who did you vote for, George? Well, I mean, to be honest, thinking of it, I, I was really undecided. Going, I'm not. I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't have one for this yet. I was going to listen to you two and make an opinion of it. <laughs> well, there's that no was, point listening to my that, one. That was, that was my game plan. Um, and it's the easiest game plan of all time because one said Rudy Gobert and the other hasn't said Rudy Gobert. So I will select Paul George quite oh, happily. Oh, really? You, can, it, you yeah. can select someone else if we can no, get, you know, hash I, it up I, a little bit. I mean, the, the, so there's a few other options, but I don't think any of them are really straight calibers to be oh, yeah. starting player in that in that conference as as is Paul George. I would have put Cat above Paul George, I'll be honest. My my decision was between Cat and Gobert. I, I had Paul George below both of them. Cat's a de- I mean you I mean, could Kat's... you could go I'd it's like to see Cat a... actually I'd like to see Cat's I mean if we were actually deciding the NBA All Star game, I'd like to see Cat there just to see him and, and being yeah. start an all star game mean, on the they've, other side. But... They've almost got identical <laughs> records, the Timberwolves and the Clippers. Yeah but and the... then I, I think the I mean Cat's always going to put the stats up regardless he does yeah. every year but I think the fact that the Timberwolves actually look 
half decent now as well. <laughs> Why don't we just put Cat in there then? Because we're all kind of okay with it. And George I mean, didn't I mean, really want to vote okay for Paul George. George. He just, did, he just well. didn't want to vote for Rudy Gobert. Really? Well, put it this way. If, if George <laughs> is definitely vetoing Rudy Gobert, my vote would be Cat over Paul George. I can't have an all-star game where Rudy Gobert starts. It just doesn't happen. So we'll go Carl Anthony Towns. We'll go Carl Anthony Towns. The man that didn't get a single... The man that didn't get a single <laughs> comment from any of us at the in the first initial picks is now in it. Okay. Yeah, absolute firehead from Louis to get us to pick Carl Towns for him. I think uh, that's what that is. Um, Galaxy brain. Sure. So that's our starting courts both done on each conference. Now mm. we will move on to the results. Um, so for a quick reference, how are we going to how are we going to decide this? Are we going to do we're splitting it up guards and forwards? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do. Another five of two guards and three forwards. Yep. And then we're going to have two extra on top of that who are just, you know, pick from... It's a wild card spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go back to the East. So who are your backup two guards in the East? Go on, you kick it off, Lou. Um, well, seeing as he wasn't in the starters, I think that Zach Levine's... A, so he was the first one yeah. on my list. Um, has to be in there. Was in there last year, but... Obviously, the team's massively improved this year. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely in there for me. The second guard spot is really quite difficult for me. Um, I went for Lamelo Ball. Um, I think, you know, the Hornets are doing better than they were last year. He is, mm-hmm. I mean, you could you can sort of toss it up between him and Gordon Hayward for the best player on that team. You know, Miles Bridges might be within that conversation, but I think he just directs things so well. and. Going on the same thing of theme of a jar, he's just a, a really exciting player, and I think one would, you know, quite have like a lot of fun playing in that game. So those are my two guards um, that I'd put in. We're we going for the full, the full Monty, the full lineup, or uh, we'll stick with the guards first. I think okay. this could. I All think right. I think there's a lot of debate we're going to have about these these picks. Yeah, and so for me, whether Lamelo is in there or not. I'm not actually sure, so I'll I'll say mm. the two guards I would put forward first, and for me it would be Zach Levine and James Harden would be my two. I think Zach Levine is a lock, right? Yeah. If Zach Levine's not making the Zach, Zach Levine is a lock. He he's your number one um, in the reserve. Um, I was going to go uh, Lamelo Ball. Personally, um, just been more impressed with him this season than James Harden. I don't have the stats to back me up on it, but I test in terms of just memorable moments throughout the year. And plus, just for the effect that Lamelo had, I know the Nets are the Nets and everything around them, and they're obviously third in the conference and whatnot, and Charlotte a little bit lesser than that. But I just think that Lamelo Ball's influence on that team is more important than what James Harden has done for the Nets this year. And I also I just want to see Lamelo Ball there primarily is what it is. I don't think he'll get it realistically. I think James Harden will just because he's James Harden the name, but I think Lamelo Ball has um, referenced it. But I mean, I could look at James Harden as the wild card spot. But yeah, I mean, you know, just to argue James Harden's case a little bit here, he is leading the league in assists this year, joined with Chris Paul, and he's averaging nearly twenty three, ten, and eight. So he's he can obviously, I mean, we all know he can pile the numbers, but he is putting up the numbers and. His team is doing better, but as you say, it's a case of you know Kevin Durant's a factor versus is Lamelo probably the best performing 
player on that Hornets team. Yes, it's, it's a toss-up between him and Miles Bridges at the moment. So I'm 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 happy with the Lamelo pick. Sure, I think uh, as well. What you have to consider with Harden is this maybe a victim of his own standards, really mm. slightly. I yeah. mean, his efficiency is down this year quite yeah. a bit. And I think that was obviously a result of, you know, the rule changes, free throws. He's kind of got that stat picked up a little bit more now. He's getting to the line a bit more. Um, yeah, he's getting to the line more than he was last year, I think. Yeah, I think I'm probably quite guilty of underrating this James Harden season now that you sort of summed it up a little bit for me. Because I was like, so maybe it's a bit of fatigue, um, but I was like halfway considering not putting him in at all. I mean, I'm spoiler, I'm probably going to put him as one. Of, I'm definitely going to put him as one of my wild cards, but... Mm. Maybe maybe there was some with a more solid case than Lamella for one of the guards, but I think just the excitement factor, and I think the fact that the Hornets do need like some form of representation here, and he's the one that I can really fit in and point to a little bit more than others. Mm. Yeah, I think that's Absolutely. Fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll move on to the three backups in the front court then. Um, Louis, do you want to kick these ones off? Um, yeah, so first one up was Jimmy Butler. I think the Heat mm-hmm. season is actually going really under the radar at the moment. I would have liked to fit in maybe even Carl Lowry, but there's just too many guards in both conferences, actually, that I could, I just couldn't fit him in. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the best player on that team, obviously, and they're doing very well. So he's the first one I got there. Jason Tatum was my next mm-hmm. one. Kind of a toss-up between Tatum and Brown for me. They're averaging similar amounts of points. I don't think they did both deserve to be in there because the Celtics are not playing well this season. Pers- like In my personal opinion, I don't think they should both be mm. in there. So I just went for him because slightly more all-star calibre to me, even though sometimes I do prefer Jalen Brown. Um, last one I had there was Jared Allen of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Cavs need some representation in here, and I suppose there'll be an interesting debate about um Darius Garden later, maybe. I know that one's been picking up a little bit of heat on social media recently, but he's been, Jared Allen's been really impressive this season. I think averaging career highs in points, he's always defensively really, really solid. Um, mm. So I think he was the one that stood out to me more than even someone like uh, Evan Mobley, who I did consider. But I just went for Jared <clears throat> Allen in the end because he's, I think, been the more consistent presence and probably the best player on that team. So what yeah. was your three? Jimmy Butler, Jared Allen, who, sorry? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, yeah. Right, well, this is going to make it relatively easy because <laughs> I also would go with Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and Jared Allen here as my three. I think I think Butler, for a lot of people, maybe when it when the voting just started opening, would have had a few, would have had a few shouts to get in the actual starters before Embiid really started picking up. Mm. So, unfortunately, because Embiid's playing at the... I mean, he is playing at MVP caliber level right now. It means that Jimmy falls to the reserves. And then, as you say, Jason Tatum, even though the Celtics aren't looking too great this year, he is still putting up his usual... Well, maybe not his usual numbers, but good numbers, and he's performing... He's still performing well, even if the Celtics as a team aren't performing up to people's expectations. And then finally, for the last spot for me, it was a toss-up between either Jared Allen or Miles Bridges, because I think Miles Bridges performed really well for the Hornets this year. 
but overall I decided to go with Jared Allen because of how how uh, much the Cavs are overperforming my expectations at the start of the year. So you so you two have picked the same three, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I have two, correct? Well, two that are matching. <clears throat> I'm not going to say they're correct. But um, I have uh, got Jimmy Butler in there. Again, agree with him. Mm-hmm. The Heat season's gone under the radar. Obviously, he's a massive player on the Heat. Uh, two go hand in hand. Jimmy Butler's sort of drive pushes the Heat and so on and so forth. Um, I've also got Jared Allen because I think, one, again, what Cleveland are doing this year has come out of nowhere. No one was really expecting it. Well, no one was definitely expecting a top four seed at the moment for the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think it being in Cleveland this year, um, they want some rep- representation based on the way that they've been playing this season. Um, and Jared Allen has definitely deserved that, regardless of the fact that it's in Cleveland anyway. My other spot was a toss-up. I think Jason Tatum's been great, but also at the same time, the Celtics have been so bad, I was taking it into consideration. For me, if I'm looking at it as a whole, I think that, and this is quite rare for me to say this, not really, but anyway, I think as when they've been a threesome, they've just been unbelievable. And for me, Chris Middleton is the is the other mm. in this Um I just think that, Again, and this is the sort of way you toss it up between the players' performance and the team's performance. I know that Jason Tatum necessarily, well, alongside uh, Jalen Brown, are the Celtics. But I think the duo and the trio that the Bucks have when they're on the court together is just unbelievable. And since they've been back, they've relatively been steamrolling the league. But for me, Chris Middleton makes that last spot. But I mean, I'm fine with Tatum, but I do want to champion a little bit here for Chris Middleton on the rare occasion I'm ever going to champion for him. So... Um, yeah, that's essentially it. Yeah, I definitely think that's a fair shout. I think him and Drew maybe go under the radar in this because obviously Yanis so dominates. Big. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Chris Middleton's made it what the last two, three years. Yeah. So he's he's got a, a decent bit of shine. But yeah, this year I think I was gonna, you know, I was choosing in between the two you mentioned, Tatum and Middleton, because there is such a large discrepancy in the way their teams are performing. I think it just came to like, what, what's your concept of like sort of performing like an all star, if that makes yeah. sense? And mm. individually, I don't think you can say, even if our level complaints at Jason Tatum, that he's not playing at an all star level. I mean, you know, Chris Milton's been good as well, but I just think the individual, the individual statistics kind of lead me a little bit more to Tatum in this regard. All NBA is a different matter for me, but um, yeah. I- I think I agree with you. Well, obviously, I do agree with you there because I picked Tatum. That that is what swayed me as well. Fair enough. Um, right. So now we have the wild card pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Two of them. Two of them. Two of them. So we'll do, are we doing one guard, one forward? Yeah. Uh, no, you can do whatever you want. We can, can do, do two guards. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, by default, for me then. Um, I feel that I'm just I'm just looking back at my notes at who we've got here. So we had Levine and Lamelo, Butler, Tatum, and Allen, and then obviously we've got our starters. So for me, I'd want Chris Middleton in that. Mm-hmm. I think that he's the the next best player that's then not been picked. And then uh, it's quite tough. I feel when I'm looking at some of the rest here. You haven't picked Harden yet, have you? No, yeah. I haven't. I think Harden has to yeah. go into it. Like, I'd want. It's just yeah. I'd want to pick someone. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, I think Harden. I think it's Middleton and Harden for me then. Um, hey, I'll go. For, yeah, I'll go next. Um, for me, because I didn't put Harden in, 
the first two guards on the bench I had to kind of put him in. Like you said, leading league in assists. I thought that was Trey Young earlier, but it's come to my attention now. It's James <laughs> Harden. Um, you know, he's not performing at a bad level either. The Nets are good. You know, they're winning at a solid rate. Maybe not right now, but yeah, that they deserve a, a couple in there. And he's, again, playing like an all-star, so I'll have him in there. And my second one's actually going to be Freddie Van Vliet. Um, the Raptors are, I think, as again, as with the Clippers, slightly exceeding expectations. Um, mm. I can't remember where they are right. I think they might be in the eighth seed. They're the ninth seed at the moment, 21 and 20, just below the Washington Wizards, which, you know, I think if you'd have said that before the season, you'd be like, that's a pretty decent season for the Raptors, given the direction they've gone in with, you know, a young a young team. And a lot of the time, and anyway, they've not had their full lineup out, I believe. They're, like their, their full, what you would consider their starting fives, only played together a, a handful of times. And I think since Christmas... This was like a couple of days ago, so it's probably changed since then. But I think Freddie's been averaging about 29 points per game, getting yeah. a lot of assists as well. Steals, he's always ranking high in that. So I think a bit of Toronto representation is is okay for this. <laughs> Bradley Beal misses out slightly, um, as others do. You know, Darius Garland's another one that people have been mm. mentioning. But I think it's I think it's fair enough to give him a little bit of recognition for me anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well. I had Harden as yeah. my start, one of my starting reserves. So he's going in there. So he's definitely now. in. Yeah. And then, hmm. I did really want to put Freddie in. So. So Chris Middleton's not making it. Well, so yeah. this is what I'm thinking now. Hang on, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> give me a second. Um. Yeah, I really, I really did want to give Freddie a nod. So I, I'll, I'll put, Van, I'll put Van Vliet in as well. Damn. Who was your original pick out of interest then? So I had Lamelo with yeah, okay, Freddy. yeah, because I didn't put I had Harden as my as my other one. Yeah. So getting Freddie in there, right? So then, to, so to round out the East, we've got Demar Derozan and John Morant starting with KD, Yanis, not John Morant. Oh, Trey Young, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Trey Young. DeRozan and Trey Young starting, KD, Yanis, and Bede. And then on the bench, we've got Levine, Lamella Ball, Butler, Tate, and Jared Allen, and then Harden and Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. And right. I will say, Chris Middleton has been hard done by. I agree with you, but I'm, I'm happy with the decision I made. Okay. So, so moving back to the West now. So, we'll pick our, our West bench and our two wildcard spots. So, Louis, do you want to kick us off for that quickly? Just I'm just updating our notes as we go along. Mm. Yeah. So... For the guards, anyway, I've got Luka Doncic as the first one, the first name on my team sheet, so to speak. Um, and then the second one I've got is Chris Paul uh, of the Phoenix Suns. I mean, differing sort of team successes there. I think Luka may be more of an individual pick, even though they're picking up recently, as we said. But Chris Paul maybe doesn't have the stats that really sort of bulge your eyes out, but he never really does. Um, he just makes a team better everywhere that he goes and they're first in the West this, this season anyway at the moment in time and I think they'll probably go on to be first in the West come the end of the season again. So, yeah, it, it you have to have both of them in there. I do have Devin Booker in there later, but I think Chris Paul is probably the, the leading influence within that team. Uh, mm. So, yeah, those are my two. All right. I, uh, I have looked back at what my West picks were and I have realised 
I did. Doncic was actually the full fun for me. So yeah. <laughs> in terms of guards, so he was actually in the conversation I was talking about earlier. I don't, I don't know why I thought I had someone else ahead of him, but my two are one is different. I I have <laughs> a, ahead of Doncic, so where I would pick, I'd actually have Devin Booker next. Yeah. Because I think you have to, I mean, in this reserves, you have to at least pick one of the Suns backcourt, yeah. I think, purely because they are, you know, the f- number one seed in the West. They have to have some representation. I'm pretty sure we'll probably end up picking both of them in these reserves. But I'll give Booker the nod. And then Luca would be my other pick because the Mavs really are starting to pick up steam a little bit. And even though his stats are a little bit down from last year, he's still, which may affected me not picking him in the starters or having him below Booker by the end of the day he's still averaging what 25 8 and 8 something like that and the Mavs are starting to pick up so I think you have to give him the nod so we've we've got Luca as a lock because he was mine um for me I was going to go Chris Paul over Devin Booker um and Lou you mentioned did you have Chris Paul in yours he did yeah yeah he's the one I picked Okay, so we'll have we'll have Chris Paul in this, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Lewis. I think that not having, I mean, you have to have one of them in there, but realistically, both are going to make this. I think I'm yeah. quite surprised. Like Devin mm-hmm. Booker just is going to be as a, as a wild card option here. Um, okay, we'll move on to the three front court reserves for the West. Um, any of you want to take this one, or should I? Uh, you can. Start. You start, mate. Yeah. So, I mean, for from looking at the West. I think one of them on this regard for me would be Draymond Green. I think mm-hmm. the, the way that the Warriors have been playing, I think Draymond Green deserves to be there. And as an all-star, when you go about all-star players, Draymond Green is, uh, in relative terms, that easy, safe pick, I think, is is what we'll say for it. This is then where it, it gets a little bit more, not contentious, but slightly more spicy. I don't know if that's even the correct word that I'd use for it. But I think it was quite hard looking down at some of the, the West mm-hmm. Warriors. Like even now, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure who I'm going to go for. Um, so in my original thinking, I was going to have Carl Anthony Towns here, but we've we've ended up moving Carl Anthony Towns into the starter. So mm-hmm. um, I think DeAndre Ayton potentially from the Suns. Um, again, you're looking at the Western Conference. You're looking at the Phoenix Suns being top and going from there. Um, there's Brandon Ingram. I mean, unless I'm massively forgetting someone. Off the I mean, it. Uh, I'll just say this now: it's beyond ridiculous if you don't pick Rudy Gobert in one of these three right now. Oh yeah, oh, so Rudy Gobert doesn't even enter my mind. That's why. But yeah, Rudy yeah, Gobert that's is that, be I just wanted to put that in there quickly because that's <laughs> yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah this is going to get a bit ridiculous. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'll write Rudy Gobert down so I haven't even got to think about it anymore. Um, but I don't think the I think the West on forwards is nowhere near as sort of stacked as it is for the East. I don't know if I'm. Sharing uh, opinion alone. I'll be honest. I thought these were pretty easy to pick, especially uh, after. I mean, if, if you've got some time. nailed in your head, then shoot your shot. I mean, I have, I have three nailed now, and it's we didn't pick Gobert in the starters, and he was in my mm-hmm. starters, so he's nailed for me. Yeah, we talked about Paul George before. He and he didn't end up making it. Yeah, but Carl I was gonna say, oh, that's what I'm forgetting. For I'm forgetting these. Yeah. And there's a. As you say, there's a few. Other. The last one is the one that's a bit more mixy. You know, you could maybe lean towards, as you say, Brandon Ingram's playing quite well. There's a few, DeAndre Ayton's playing well. Obviously, the Suns are the third seed in the West. But for me, 
the third one would go to Mr. Triple Single himself. Yeah. I would put Draymond Green as the third purely because I, I think, you know, I talked before about Rudy Gobert being at least top three, probably top two for Defensive Player of the Year. If it, if it were up to me, I would give Draymond Green Defensive Player of the Year this year. And, and I think the effect he has on that Warriors team is just enormous. Yeah, I was thinking in my head. I'm thinking like Cat. We moved into the team, and then I already I thought we put Paul George in there. That's why I'm mm. like bugging for it. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, so for me, I, mean. it would be... I just don't think Cat. the West is is nowhere near as stacked for talent in the forwards department in this reserved area as it is in. It's like it's nowhere near as contentious as who you put in. I don't think there's like a vast selection. Wait a minute. There's like six, there's like six players. Saying... Sorry, did we say LeBron James at any stage? We did say remember. LeBron James, yes. Yeah, was he, he was was first pick. Him and Jokic got about two seconds of mention each because we were yeah. just so obvious. Unanimous, yeah. they're definitely in. I was going to say, but, if we'd forgotten that, we'd get absolutely yeah. ruined. So. Yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, I know, I know what you mean. I don't know if I completely agree with that there's a massive difference in forward talent, but obviously, you know, when you look no, at... No, just in this Gannis, reserve Gannis, area. KD and Embiid. No, no, just, just in this reserve three. area. I mean, to be fair, you look at the reserves for the for the East, and you've got Jared Allen, Jared Allen, Butler, Tatum, and then it goes yeah, on to people like Miles quality, Bridges, really. and then here you've got Yaki, Miles Jules, Bridges, Cat, Draymond Dr- Green. Oh, Obviously, yeah, Kawhi's not playing, so I, I think it's pretty similar. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so I mean, Louis, have you got any contentious between? No, I do the same three as you. I think it's an interesting discussion because I. I just looking at the returns of last week's uh, voting, the uh, second returns, and people have a on current voting anyway. Andrew Wiggins would be starting, and I think he did yeah. get more votes than Draymond Green. But in my personal estimation, I don't think anyone who knows basketball can debate who's the second best player on the Warriors at the moment or yeah. throughout the season. It's definitely I mean, Draymond Green. Obviously, we've talked a lot about stats. Yeah. throughout this and you know stats do sway people's opinions we were talking about you know the Chris Middleton pick where we sway towards Tatum because of not just because of stats obviously like the eye test as well and how he plays but the stats play the major factor so if people want to argue back you know Andrew Wiggins because of the stats he's putting up compared to Draymond you know I joked about the triple single I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> taking the mick but I just think especially because they're in the same team and you can see the impact they have on that team. I just think it's clear that Draymond has the bigger impact on the Warriors. And as yeah. I said, I think he's the defensive player of the year. So, Okay, so we've got two wildcard spots then for the West. Um, where are they going? Um, I can kick off if you want. So I didn't pick yeah. Devin Booker last time out. So 100% in there. He's yeah. arguably been better than Chris Paul. So... Book Either one for that one. Book yeah, is a lot, so, yeah. Yep. And my second one would be um Donovan Mitchell because the Jazz are again regular season juggernaut, they always are. I believe they might have the best offense in the league, best offensive rating anyway, and he's obviously gonna be a larger factor than that than the old uh, stifle tower, shall we say. Um mm. not the only part of it, but a large degree of that, and he's putting up stats like he always does. Um so I think he deserves a deserves an appearance here as well so those were my two yeah i personally would agree with both of them i was surprised when i was looking and weighing up the different options and i looked at donovan mitchell he's almost averaging 10 attempted threes a game Mm. which i was pretty surprised that it was higher last year as well but that's 
an even more of a jump than it was then. And he's not actually shooting it from deep no. well this season. <laughs> no, but, he isn't, is he? as you say, the Jazz are performing very well. He's still averaging, I think it's close to like 25 points a game. And yep. he is, you know, some people would argue he's the, the best player on that Jazz team as well. It's, it's between him and Gobert. I think a lot of people would probably pick uh, Donovan Mitchell. Although the Jazz are just a very complete team in general. But to summarise, yeah, Jazz are one of the best teams in the West. Donovan Mitchell is the first or second best player on that team. So I'm quite happy to give him the pick. Okay, yeah, so Devin Booker. And um, I've actually got a different one. It's uh, it's Russell. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I was going to get Yeah, I think when you're looking at the... When you're looking at the stats for it for this year, it's uh, it's Donovan Mitchell as, as the other one. Um, okay, I mean, so that's that's us done. So now we have our team selected. We we was gonna do like a ones to watch. Mine's really obvious now, and it's not really a ones to watch because it's not like he's gonna go under the radar. But I mean, I have to go Chris Middleton if he's get <laughs> if he's not in this All Star game for me. Chris Middleton is the one that's been snubbed and is the ones to watch. So that's my guy. I can't believe Chris Middleton is my guy. What, what yeah, is this? That, that, that what, is how is 2022? 2022 starting out with a phrase of me saying Chris Middleton's my guy. But and you picked Gobert for the All-Star. Uh, uh, no, I was forced to go there. I'll have that. <laughs> I want that on the record. But yeah. um, Louis, who's your, who's your snubbed ones to watch All-Star play? Um, I do have two, but I'll just go for one so I can leave one for Lewis. I think Darius Garland's the one that sort of stands out for me. Eastern Conference player of the week this week. Playing at a, you know, much much improved level, he might be front runner for most improved player as we speak, along with some other guys. But yeah, almost twenty points, eight assists. You know, the the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing really really well, and I know we picked Jared Allen in this as like our Cleveland representative, but I think we'd all argue that Darius Garland's the one that gets them going on the offensive end, really. So. He would be my pick as like a snub or maybe even like an injury reserve. But I got I got a couple of others in mind if Lewis doesn't think of well, it doesn't mention the guy that I'm thinking of. When you uh, when you said you'll leave me another person, I would have picked Darius Garland. Yeah, that's fair. But I will I will go with Miles Bridges. Why not? Because I was mm-hmm. I was tossing it out between him and Jared Allen for that for for that forward spot on the reserves, and he. Along with Melo, them two have really been the two best players on that Hornets team and are performing quite well. I think it w- it would be between him and Andrew Wiggins because I do actually think Andrew Wiggins is performing very well. I was going to say, um, I'll give the boy, nod to Bridges. Your boy Dejounte Murray. You know what? Dejounte Murray is actually playing really well at the moment on both ends of the floor. I might yeah. add as well, but. The Spurs. I mean, we could, we've been talking about bad teams. The Spurs really are a bad team. So, I uh, I, I'll leave Dejounte Murray out. I mean, so yeah, that's us done. So, just to rattle it off, so the East we've got Drozen and Trey Young with KD, Yanis, and Embiid, uh, Zach Levine and Lamelo Ball in reserve with Butler, Tatum, and Jared Allen, and the wild card picks being James Harden and Fred Van Vliet. Uh, in the West, Steph Curry, Jean Moran, LeBron, Jokic, and Cat. What a nimble front court that is. With <laughs> Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Rudy Gobert, Paul George, Draymond Green, ran out the reserves, and a wildcard selection of Devin Booker and Russell, joking, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> um, 
my all-star what snubbed once to watch somehow ended up being Chris Middleton. Um, some other great picks by Louis and Lewis. We'll, we're we're going to wrap that up there. I think, is there anything else that we wanted to talk about in terms of the, of the All-Star weekend? I mean, it's the NBA 75th anniversary one, so it's probably going to be like a spectacle, but um, mm. is there anything else? No, I think that's everything. No, I think that's it. Um, we announced our winners for our 2K Christmas giveaway last week. Congratulations again. We've, we've been in contact with everybody then, and 2K are sorting them out right now. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials at SwingmanPod. Check us out there. Uh, check out our website, www.swingmanpod.com. Um, and wherever you're listening to this podcast, podcast or Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever it is, if you could drop us a sub and a review, it's free. It helps us, it helps us more than you could ever imagine. Um, and yeah, have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Peace.